Good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well, so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you're stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There's a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm very pleased to be with a young man whose name is Luke Ettinger, a young man who works as a summer student here at 97.5 CIOE FM. We decided last minute to tape a show to talk about health issues affecting young people. Welcome, Luke. Thank you, Christine. It's nice to be on this side of the mic now. Yes, and it's, it's exciting. I've, I've been thinking of doing a show about young people and how better could it be to have actually somebody that's experiencing being young right now? Well, yeah, for sure. And I would like to think of myself as a relatively healthy young person. You know, the odd time I am. I uh, I enjoy a few jube jubes out front on the front desk here at CIOE, but, you know, I try and live by Canada's food guide and I try to make healthy decisions that make me feel good and that make me feel good on the inside and not necessarily strive for that six pack of abs but <laughs> that's a good one many many young men uh, see those pictures of those six packs abs and they think they can't function without them that's nonsense yeah so I'm all about just you know living my life to make myself feel the best I can be so if I go for a run in the morning it's not to make my legs stronger, it's to sort of clear my head and get outside. So that's sort of, I eat healthy to make myself feel better and to make myself last throughout the day. And it has allowed me to get my high school diploma at Hans North. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, so I recently graduated Hans North and then I'm off to study media in the fall. And that's what sort of brought me here to CIOE. And I've been working as a summer student. So, yeah. And he has been producing actually my show before. So he knows what we're talking about. It's all about health. And <laughs> I'm really excited to have a young person. You're a teenager, 18. So what does health mean to you? Well, you know, you always think back to, again, I'm referencing Canada's food guide, but you think back to health class and you think back to, okay, you need this many grains per day, you need this many vegetables per day, you need this much protein and dairy, etc. And try to stay away from the sugar and the calories and things like that. So for me, I sort of take an alternative approach. I eat really healthy, but unlike some of my peers, because I have some peers who are really big into counting calories or who are really big into just, I'll eat whatever. I take the approach that I take into consideration what I'm eating. And I think, okay, I can't eat chips all the time, although chips are really good. So, you know, I sort of, I settle for the carrot sticks or I settle for something that makes me feel good on the inside, but also I don't live by that because I feel like you also have to sort of enjoy yourself and enjoy what you eat, right? Definitely. And that's actually quite wise for an 18-year-old to take that stance and to say, well, I eat mostly healthy, 
what they taught me in school is healthy. It might not be true in the long run, but <laughs> it's quite interesting to, to hear from your perspective, really. And I like that many young people are health conscious. Many young people nowadays are sick and have allergies or chronic illnesses, which is sad. You probably have seen that in your classes when you were in school. Yeah, for sure. And whenever you think about, I have two stepsisters and both are type 1 diabetics. And whenever you look at that, they have to make so many different decisions about what they're eating. And so I remember whenever my dad first started dating their mom, we would be driving somewhere and they would stop at Tim Hortons. The kids, my two stepsisters, wouldn't be able to get anything because their sugars were too high. Mm. So that resulted in me not getting anything. And it took a while for me to sort of comprehend that and understand that, okay, this is sort of a health issue. It's not something that's like, you're not allowed with an ice cap. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, I hear you. And that's actually quite a good education because many things at Tim Hortons are really not good for you. Yeah, and it's all about preparation too because as I sort of morphed into the workplace and I started working at Walmart and volunteering every week because I volunteered at a hospital, worked in a pharmacy and on my commute to work and I'd come from school to work and I'd be doing my co-op placement here. It would just be so easy to stop at Tim Hortons, stop at McDonald's, get something quick and easy. And not only did it not make me feel good on the inside, it wasn't economical. It was damaging my bank account and I wanted to save up for university and school. So because that's not cheap at all. So I sort of had to make the economical and healthy decision to prepare my lunches, prepare something that I can eat and drive with. So whether that be carrot sticks carrot sticks are my go-to but <laughs> you yeah, like nuts nuts is a good option too for sure and it's just something different and it's about keeping it different not getting into those same routines over and over because it's all about diversifying your diet and keeping you excited and wanting to eat you know? <laughs> yeah oh yeah so do you feel that you're an exception in young people or do you feel that you're just uh, one of many I think I eat healthy uh, I know some of my friends also eat quite healthy, but I also have friends who don't and come with the things that are prepared, pre-prepared, so frozen dinners and things like that, so Michelinas and different hungry man lunches and things. And, you know, I don't like the taste of those, but also you're getting into a lot of sugar, a lot of sodium and things like that within those, right? That's right. So... Am I an exception? No, but there's definitely a more common trend going upwards that young people are trying to eat healthier. And whether that's for the physical appearance or internal uh, feeling, I'm not quite sure. In any case, it's a good trend. And I think many older people, and I count myself as a little older person, well, I'm 57. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Changes every year. Changes every year. I'm 57 right now. And uh, when I hear some people talking about, oh, the young people of today, it's important that they know that 
the young people of today are not all spending all their time playing computer games and doing nothing constructive and forgetting about their future and living with their parents until they are 40. <laughs> There are others around. And I love to see that you have a purpose, you have a goal, and I respect that very much. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of stereotypes about youth my age, and it's something that you're constantly fighting an uphill battle whenever you're working alongside an older crowd to say, okay, yes, there's those stereotypes out there, but they're not necessarily true. Stereotypes aren't true about any group. No one's the same as everyone else, right? That is so true. So, and I think that while, yes, young people today might be a little less physically active, I think we have the resources with the internet and such to sort of seek out those resources for living a healthier lifestyle and whether that be through what you eat or the care you receive too. Hmm. Now let me ask you a question. When What do you think about what they're doing now that they let kids in elementary school use a calculator instead of being able to calculate say four times eight, they type it in? What do you think of that idea? The rule whenever I was in elementary school was you had to understand the math first before you were allowed to use a calculator. And we would always be like, well, why do we why do we need to understand it whenever there's calculators on the other side of the room? And it wasn't until you got to that advanced level, until you got to know the math and understand the math that you were allowed to use a calculator. So am I in favor of it? Yes but at a point. So it's gradually, whenever I was in school, it was gradually introduced over the years. And by the time grade 12 rolled around, I was using a calculator all the time because we were doing trigonometry and every everything under the sun, right? And pre-calculus. And I remember when I went to school, we had to use those calculation sticks in grade seven and eight when they were uh, allowed. And then at grade 10, what a progress. We had calculators, scientific ones. They yeah. were extremely expensive and not very powerful. But it was definitely necessary because when you do trigonometry and, 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 and angles and all that yeah. stuff... Now, another question. Do you learn in school practical life skills, like how to do banking, how to budget your money? No. See, that's uh, a mistake. I took among the highest math course that was offered at my school. Mm. Excellent. I don't know how to do my taxes. Oops. <laughs> I don't know how the stock exchange works. I don't know proper techniques for managing a credit card and I took high social studies courses and high English courses, but I don't know how to live a healthy and a a good lifestyle. I have yeah. a lot of knowledge up here and a lot of great study techniques, but nothing that's practical for the real world. I see. So do you wish you would have in school a few classes about the details of how to actually live as an adult when you're out of school? Yeah, for sure. And You know, I took a class called Cooperative Education 12, and that's what led me here to CIOE because I did my work placement here. And I know you worked alongside Hannah, too, who was also through the Co-op 12 pro program. Mm -hmm. And it's exceptional because whenever I received a high mark in that course, I felt like I accomplished something because I called about 30 different places before I found CIOE. I called radio stations, newspapers, television stations, because I want to go into media. Mm -hmm. And by gaining this 
opportunity here and gaining the experiences and the connections and meeting the people and this opportunity right now, I feel like that's the class I learned the most about myself and the most about life in. Wow, that's amazing. And it was a practical class that's, and I took, again, advanced courses and I'm not taking away near as much as I'm taking away from something that's Mm -hmm. hands-on and learning like that. And I mean, the things is different. Some people, they want to go on, become maybe a nuclear physicist. They have to have different types of math, but some of it could be really, in my opinion, taught in in university. Because I know when my kids went to school in Germany, it was the same situation. I tried to learn them some banking because they didn't learn it in school. Oh, do you learn how to clean the house now? (laughs) And that's important. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you live on your own, how do you know how to properly clean a toilet? Exactly. Just the basics. (laughs) Those are the first courses to go. I never had the opportunity to take a a cooking class in school because my year... It was cat. Wow. So I know how to sew a pillow because the following year they gained back some of the resources at my school, but I never learned how to cook in school. I mean, that's something I learned on my own. I'm not a fantastic cook, but... You're getting there, yeah. (laughs) And that is a nice break uh, to bring us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIOE FM. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about young people. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Luke Eddinger, a young man who wants to live healthy and does it for most of the time, which is not that unusual for young people nowadays, which I learned about. Keyword there, Christine, most, (laughs) most of the time. We all have, um, I always say we are not perfect. Nobody lives a perfect life. And if they really try to live a perfect life, that's called orthorexia. That's an eating disorder. That's somebody that is so uptight about only eating healthy foods that they get all anxious and stressed about it. And that damages your health. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very laid back, healthy person. Like Monday to Friday, for sure, whenever I'm packing my lunch and then try to get those healthy snacks on the weekend. Sure, but, and then you can have a piece of pizza or two. Hey. Oh my gosh, yes. That's got lots of fruits and vegetables yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, and they don't always have to have a cauliflower crust. No, 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 Which, we stick to the regular oh. crust. <laughs> And why not, if you're healthy and can help handle it? Now, many young people nowadays, uh, it is different from when I grew up. When somebody was different, they had to hide it. And different, they were shunned. Like, they couldn't say they're gay, they're lesbian. That was absolutely the bottom scum and outlawed. I think that was terrible for those people 
that identify as that. And I know many fundamentalist Christians, I don't want to say nothing about religion, it's a nice stuff, and they discriminate against gay people. Yeah, no. And I think that is not right. Many yeah. many don't do it anymore, and uh, I, I, I don't agree with that at all. And certainly being a part of the LGBTQ plus population, I have sort of... My eyes are sort of open now because I did a my project for my mm -hmm. final project for my global history course was on the queer rights movement and sort of I started even back in the Greek and Roman times whenever back in ancient Egypt there was two gay servants yeah. that were buried in the same tomb together yeah and there was uh, sort of the images on the side of the cave that showed them living their lives together. Yeah. And then whenever religion starts playing a role in it, and I won't say that religion doesn't play a role in it, because whenever religion became popularized, Christianity, it sort of led to LGBTQ plus people losing out and different rules and things coming into place. Now, you wrote an article about it. That's interesting. First, we should define for those reader, uh, listeners of my show that, uh, like me, maybe are not familiar with the abbreviation LGBTQ+. What does it really mean? <laughs> so, uh, LGBTQ+, stands for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, Queer, Plus. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender are sort of your... Standard. Standard. <laughs> they're the most familiar with. Um, as far as queer and the plus, queer is sort of a more blanket term now. Whenever someone may say the gay rights movement, it's sort of being replaced with the queer rights movement. Or someone may identify as queer if they're gender non-confirming or if they're uh, someone who just enjoys all people and it's important to note that gender identity and sexual orientation are two completely different things now tell us a little bit about it because it's an interesting topic i know for my family there's a lot of uh, preoccupation with religion there in in some areas i'm i'm not part of that but they say it's a lifestyle choice and they are of the devil and i talk to them mostly not at all about it yep. uh, and if i do i say i don't agree i think they are born that way and it's okay and sort of encountering that choice yeah um obviously i don't believe being uh lgbtq plus is a choice i know that i was born gay i'm an openly there gay man and i know that growing up i always felt different than the other boys mm -hmm. and I remember thinking that oh the other boys talk about girls in a sexual manner I should do that too and it's sort of I was sort of doing the opposite I was trying to make that choice to be straight mm -hmm. whenever I'm actually gay yeah so and then as I matured I started to realize oh I prefer to judge the boys based on appearance and it's sort of that's sort of a shorter story of how I sort of came to acknowledge the fact and accept the fact that I'm gay and I don't and if I can just say this I don't think anyone would choose a life that 
leads to oppression and stereotypes and discrimination. Yeah, discrimination. I completely agree with you. I've yeah. talked to many people that are not gender conforming. Is that what you say? Yeah. And uh, I find they're very nice people. And I had a partner in my dermatology office in Germany. He was gay and, and he held it back because he was so afraid he would lose his patience and it could have happened. Yeah. And I'm certainly Sad. I'm fortunate to be born in a time that since Stonewall, since the riots in Toronto, um, I'm I was born in a time where I told my mom I was gay at the age of fourteen. Mm -hmm. What'd she say? Uh, she wasn't really surprised. <laughs> I um I embrace my stereotypes, I'll say. I don't say all gay men are like me, but I certainly embrace my stereotypes. I love drag queens. I, I'm a big fashion person. I have an effeminate voice. I I have a good sense of style. So I embrace my stereotypes. And, you know, she was very accepting, and my dad was very accepting. And That's great. Yeah. I know some uh, young men that come out as gay or tell their parents get Objections. Yeah, and that's not something that doesn't happen anymore. It still happens. Mm -hmm. I have friends who... I have a one friend that his mom won't settle for him being gay. She'll accept mm -hmm. that he's bisexual, mm -hmm. but not gay. And mm -hmm. that's a hill that he has to conquer with his own mother. And I think his mother has to conquer that hill more than him. Exactly, and sort of leading to that understanding. Yeah. And I mean, my thing about is they don't hurt nobody. They don't do nothing wrong. So, hey, why not? Exactly. And just getting back to the acronym, the PLUS stands for people who may not identify LGBTQ, but identify as something else. So that might be something like two-spirited, um, asexual, which means you don't really have sexual attraction to either gender. Mm -hmm. So polygamous or not polygamous or no, sort of, and just mm -hmm. different, um, different gender identities and sexual orientations. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, why not polygamy is another thing because often it is abused in the religious world that mm -hmm. the women are really held like slaves and it's not yeah it's not in in consent i i really feel that uh, for sexual encounter whether it be between the same sex or different sex there has to be an understanding and agreement and if uh, one uh, just has sex with her husband to please him that's not a really good situation to, as we move in even further into the me too era mm -hmm. it has to be about consent Yeah. Whether it's how we interact in this room today mm -hmm. or how you interact with the romantic partner. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good when you talk to an adult, especially even to a teenager or a young person. I think if they are able to understand what's going on, they should have the right to voice their opinion, be heard, and if possible, considered. I mean, adults, of course, they have the right. Yeah. And I think that's a, a lot of the problem facing teens is they want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And I find, uh, again, as I sort of morph into adulthood, morph into the workplace, adults don't want to hear me. Really? I find that, you know, I'm assumed that I'm not as smart because I'm younger. That's nonsense. I know. 
Whenever. You may not have the life experience, but that doesn't have nothing to do with smart or not. Exactly. And whether you're talking uh, around the table politics or if you're coming into work someday and even if I'm an employee that's been hired somewhere is longer than another person, I feel that sometimes my opinions, my thoughts, my ideas aren't as heard by oh, some wow. of my older employees. Maybe that's some thing for the listeners that listen to the show and are in my generation, so considered a little bit older, so 30 plus. Is that older for you? <laughs> <laughs> and I think they should hear, if there's a young person giving their opinion, listen to it. Yeah. Consider it. And, and you can always be of a different opinion. That's fine. Exactly. And that's sort of something I'm tackling with my own program here on CIOE, personal perspective. Mm -hmm. So we're taking different perspectives, different opinions, and we're putting it into a half hour show here on the station. Cool. So last week I was out on the waterfront giving, getting different people's perspectives, all ages and all genders and all different perspectives. So I talked to people who were Canadians living in France, someone from the Bahamas living in Halifax, and someone who was just right from here in Halifax. So, yeah. you know, that's something I'm trying to tackle in my own work. And that is so important, especially for Canada as an immigration country that we listen to others' opinions, to others live in other ways. And I'm very happy you were on the show today. And this brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks so much, Luke, for being willing to jump in that fast. <laughs> and no please problem. don't hesitate us to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you would like to contact Luke, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca. And I'm always grateful for feedback. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. Thank you very much for our producer, Thess Glas Seth Glasgow. Sorry for mispronouncing. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.